This is episode number 248, and today we'll discuss how to connect with God outdoors. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned Bible teacher. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of Practical Christian training. So this month, we are on a journey to discover your soul's path to God, and we're doing that by taking highlights from the Gary Thomas book, Sacred Pathways. Now today, we're going to discuss how to connect with God in nature. Now, if you read your Bible, it doesn't take very long to notice that many references to nature are strewn throughout the scriptures, whether it's rivers and valleys, trees, stars, birds, etc. It's just, there's all kinds of nature references, mountains, fire, wind, you name it. And even if you think about it, the wilderness, which is about as outdoors as you can get, you know, think desert, that's where God consistently interacts with men and women of faith. So nature is a huge part of the Bible. Now, thinking about lessons, spiritual lessons that we can uh, experience when we're outside, the first one that Gary talks about is visualizing spiritual truths, right? Think about when you're reading Psalm 23, for instance, right? Though I pass through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Imagine if you are reading that passage as you're walking through a narrow valley. All of a sudden, it comes to life. It takes on new meaning. It's, it's the, the words on the page come to life, right? Or standing next to the ocean and just feeling so small, looking out at the vast body of water, knowing that you can't see the other side and God made every single molecule of that ocean. Or just watching the birds and, and meditating on how and why God created them. We can look at nature. We can see nature and connect it to spiritual truths in the Bible, right? Jesus did this consistently in his parables. If you think about in the Sermon on the Mount, when he says, you know, why are you worrying about your life? You know, look at how God takes care of the flowers of the field. Look how he, he feeds the birds of the air. If he does those things, will he not take care of you? Jesus connecting nature to these spiritual truths, these things that we get to hold dearly in our own lives. Nature is also really great for helping us see God more clearly, right? Nature communicates the character of God in the same way that an artist's uh, unique take on their craft is reflected in the art they create, whether it's music or paintings or podcasts. You know, I'll throw my hat in the ring there. Um, and so nature does a similar thing. It communicates the character of God both in its beauty and its power and terror. You know, we've all seen and experienced, uh, you know, a sunrise or a sunset where the whole sky just becomes this tapestry of colors. And, and it's, it's hard not to just be impressed and think, wow, God, you are so cool that you created that. That is so beautiful. Thank you for that. And then we've also probably been faced with things that are really intimidating. You know, there's, I grew up in central Florida which we get a lot of hurricanes 
if you don't know what a hurricane is, it's a massive thunderstorm that's like hundreds of miles wide with, you know, wind speeds of like 130 miles an hour for hours. It's it's nuts. But there was one time when I was young growing up where we had a hurricane come directly over our house. And at the center of the hurricane is its eye. And so while a majority of the hurricane is clouds and thunder and lightning and rain and wind, the eye is completely calm. And so I remember as I walked out into my backyard, looking around and just seeing the eye of the hurricane, right? There was zero wind. There was no rain. It was just peaceful. But then you look to the horizon and you see this wall of clouds, a perfect circle surrounding you. And then beneath those clouds, you can't see anything just because it's, it's basically just pure water. It's just so intense. And I remember seeing that and thinking, God made that. This is nature. This represents the power of God. So cool. So cool. Um, even though they're extremely dangerous and, you know, people die in hurricanes. So in that sense, not cool, but, you know, for what we're talking about, super cool. So nature allows you to, to, to make some connections to things that you might not be able to if you're just sitting in your living room, right? For me, it allows me to escape and reconnect with God because I'm able to kind of cut off distractions. I'm able to get away from the things that would uh, pull up my attention and just spend 100% focus on just breathing in God, just feeling the light on my face, the sunlight on my face, listening to the birds, listening to, you know, the, the grass under my feet as I walk through, you know, there's this particular park really close to my house that I love to go to just to, to meditate and to pray. And when I'm there, I, I, I imagine myself in the Garden of Eden, right? I take myself to that place and, and it's really like a, a cathedral for me when I'm able to go and experience God in creation. And so you might feel some similar things. You might love being outside and feel like you connect better with God outside. And if you do, you want to establish that as a consistent part of your relationship with God. Get creative, go to the beach, take a a walk through the woods, sit in your back porch instead of sitting in your living room, you know, do things that put you out in nature and make use of those times to connect with God on a deeper and more personal level. Now, in his book, Gary also identifies some pitfalls to watch out for. These are things that can happen if you go overboard on your uh, escape into nature in order to connect with God. The first one he talks about is individualism. So that's where you essentially turn into a hermit, right? You just go out into the woods by yourself. And because that's your happy place, you, you come back from the woods, but you're basically still there, right? Emotionally, relationally. So you don't want to just turn into a recluse. You want to go out and connect with God so you can come back and connect with people. The second one he talks about, which I think is uh, really insightful, is spiritual delusion. And so any insights or whispers that you hear from God while you're in nature, you want to test those things against the authority of scripture, right? I've, you know, if you've ever experienced that where you feel like you hear God's voice or you hear a voice, but you're not really sure where it's coming from. And, you know, you're asking this question to yourself and then all of a sudden this answer materializes. Don't just take that as being, oh, that is God speaking to me. 
you want to test that against the Bible because you want to guard yourself against Satan potentially using that experience or us wanting to seek an experience to answer deep questions and can lead us astray by, you know, speaking in place of God. And then when you don't test it against the Bible, it's hard to tell the difference. All right. And then the third thing uh, is just idolizing nature, becoming so enamored with nature itself that you start to worship it and the experience that you get from being outside versus the creator, right? So that would be uh, where you, you go and you connect with God, but then you start to connect with the fact that you're outside and then the outside becomes the thing that you care about versus God. So you don't want to do that. You don't want the, the genuine hearted connection you want to have with God in nature to turn into a worship and an idolatry of nature itself. If you want to learn more about what Gary says about connecting with God in nature, I encourage you to pick up his book, Sacred Pathways. I left a link in the show notes of this episode. And in the next regular episode, not interview episode, the next regular episode of the podcast, we'll dive into method number two, which is connecting with God with your senses. That is it for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to leave a review in Apple Podcasts and join the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and everybody else that listens. Special thanks to all of my patrons who help keep this show ad-free. And if this podcast has made an impact in your life, please pass it along to a friend. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.